Hello, this is Ben Thompson, doctor of audiology and tinnitus specialist. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This audio is a recording from my YouTube channel, Ben Thompson AUD. I hope you find the information you need and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Ben Thompson here hosting Dr. Michelle Neidelman-Kennedy and our special guest, David. David is a patient with Treble Health. David has gone through different periods, different chapters of managing tinnitus. And after David was in our group coaching session, he shared some wisdom and some encouragement. And our intention of making this video is to help someone out who is earlier on in the journey with tinnitus. David, please introduce yourself and share a bit about your story. Good morning, everybody. Uh, My name is David. About three years ago or so, uh, I had this noise in my head. Um, I was laying down in bed, getting up in the morning, and I noticed this this noise in my head that just wouldn't go away. And of course, in the beginning, you're you're wondering whether or not it's, you know, something wrong with you, is it a medical condition, where did it come from? And, uh, you know, I spent uh, a lot of time Googling things and finally realized that I might have this thing called uh, tinnitus. So uh, I sought out some doctors and, you know, it can be a very scary thing in the beginning, very lonely, scary thing, because nobody else can hear it. And you're always wondering whether or not it's something that could be medically important. So, um, you know, I followed up with it and then went through a lot of different journeys, which um, we'll discuss. And here I am today, three years later, now living and thriving with tinnitus. Thank you. What are the fundamental tools that have helped you? I'm sure that you've tried different things. I know you've tried different things along the way. Some have worked, some haven't. What are the fundamental tools or approaches or perspectives that have helped manage tinnitus and allow you to keep living your life when you're working, you have family, you have activities that you're able to do despite having some tinnitus? Yeah, and that's a great question. But before I answer that, I want to go back just a little bit because I think it's important. In the beginning, it can be a very scary thing. I mean, people can get extremely anxious. uh, They can get depressed. They can feel hopeless, especially when you go to what you know, the different professionals, a lot of them will tell you that you have to learn how to live with it, or they really don't need know how to help you. And uh, it wasn't until I found, um, believe it or not, an audiologist down here in, in, in where I'm at. And uh, she was the one that was able to kind of help me through it. And, uh, you know, I ended up getting hearing aids, and uh, that helps a lot. And, uh, you know, there's maskers on the hearing aids that I use uh, in terms of sound therapy. There's all kinds of holistic things that I do, meditation, um, just learning how to relax and kind of lean into it. But again, I, I, I wanted to make sure everybody understands that there is hope. I felt hopeless my first year. I was extremely anxious and depressed and uh, it was a tough battle, but you will come out the other side. There is light there. And it's a matter of going to the right professionals, whether it be a psychologist or an audiologist. I find that the audiologists are really filling the gap in terms of the psychology of this, because uh, as I mentioned before, I think that this is just as much an emotional thing as it is uh, a physical um, issue. As long as you rule out all of the medical problems with it and you get, you know, you get checked out, you get your, your, in some of my cases, I ended up getting an MRI to make sure it wasn't uh, any kind of acoustical neuroma. Uh, I saw the ENT doctor. I saw the audiologist. I had the hearing test. You rule out all those physical things. And then you realize, you know, it, it's really more of an emotional, what I'll call disorder or challenge. And the reason why I say that and what brought light to me on that is that I noticed that there were times when I was engaged in activity where I realized I wasn't thinking about it. Nothing physically had changed about me. The ringing was still there, 
but I was able to get myself engaged in activities that I enjoyed with my family, my spouse, my work. And I said to myself, huh, if there are some times where I'm not thinking about it and it doesn't bother me, but it's still there, how is that any different than the times when I am obsessing about it and I am worried about it and I'm getting caught up in it? There's no difference other than the psychology and emotion of it. So I really started tackling this from that emotional part of the puzzle. And that's when I really had a lot of progress. But getting back to your original question, I find that the hearing aids help me a lot. You don't have to to get hearing aids. I know they can be pricey for some people. There are ear level maskers that you can get. There are uh, in-room sound machines from like Sound Oasis. I I tend to use some of those. There's meditation. There's guided meditation. There's a lot of YouTube videos. As a matter of fact, that's how I ended up finding you guys um, through YouTube. And I really want to thank you guys for really kind of stepping up in that gap that between audiology and psychology, it's it's people like yourselves that are really doing a tremendous, tremendous thing for our community because it can be lonely in the beginning. And I thank you guys for that. You're welcome. And Dr. Michelle and I were talking earlier about the importance of all of those physical tools that you mentioned, the sound therapy tools are helpful. And then additionally, this other part that you just mentioned and highlighted, the psychological, emotional coping management techniques, when we can get all of this under control, when we can use this to the best of our abilities, then we're set up to very likely highly probability to high, highly probable to manage tinnitus to the point where it's no longer a big issue in, in your life. However, David, you, you've reached out to us to have some counseling, to have some guidance, to have some ongoing support working with Dr. Michelle. So from that, objectively, it seems that there is benefit of having someone coach or guide you through it. What, are you, what is your stance on that, reaching out for help, even on a maintenance ongoing format moving forward? I'm a big believer that coaching can benefit you in all aspects of your life whether you're an athlete, whether you're a business person, whether it's in relationships or whether you're dealing with uh, something like tinnitus. So there's always something that people can learn. Uh, there's no shame in reaching out for coaching, regardless of where it is in your life. And, you know, we all today, I could feel great. And next week I could face another challenge that causes a little bit of an emotional, an emotional impact. So I think having that guidance and support as a maintenance Support is really something that's really important to me. I want to know that there are people that understand what I'm going through and know how to address it that I can lean into what I need to lean into it on a maintenance basis. So, yeah, I'm a big believer in in therapy and support. Again, whether you're at the beginning of this journey, especially if you're at the beginning of this journey and you're still in that kind of educational phase or whether you're like me where you're, you know, you're kind of in the maintenance part of your journey. So that's uh, that's important to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to bring Dr. Michelle into this conversation in just a moment. One thing that Dr. Michelle, myself, the rest of our audiologists at Treble Health have been working on is creating these different modules to focus on during these counseling sessions, during these retraining sessions, and they focus on different things. Uh, Sometimes it's sleep management. Another module would be stress management, stress reduction, and then holistic tools to manage tinnitus, sound therapy tools to manage tinnitus cognitive behavioral techniques for tinnitus, all of it comes together. All of it plays a role. David, one thing you're bringing to this session with Dr. Michelle is a lot of knowledge. So that's a really good thing. And oftentimes that can sort of jump jumpstart it and, and we can focus on the other more relevant things. Dr. Michelle, do you have any perspectives to share here on David's uh, approach and where he's at and how you work with patients like David? 
Absolutely. I mean, David is such an amazing person and patient because he did come in with a great background and a great attitude. And I think that those were two of the positives that really helped him get to a much better place with his tinnitus, because I think that the, you know, what we commonly hear from people that we work with that they're told by their physicians or even audiologists that they just have to learn to live with it really sets them down the wrong path. You know, it's not the path of the path to recovery by being told something like that. I think that understanding more about the tinnitus, whether it's like your own personal research or working with someone to help kind of understand more about what tools can be used, what tinnitus actually is, how our brain makes sense of it all really is the key. And I think you know, the point that David brought up about how he really recognized that when he is doing one activity, the tinnitus is not an issue. So why should it be any different than when he isn't doing that same activity, but the tinnitus is an issue much to the same degree that why is tinnitus for me a problem, but not for my neighbor. If we, you know, are both healthy and we both have similar, you know, on paper, we're both very similar. So it really comes down to the psychological and emotional components. And I think that that's where what Dr. Ben and myself and my other colleagues do really kind of helps to fill, fill the void and kind of like fit, you know, fit into the recovery of someone who has tinnitus, because a lot of the information that we give, I often joke with um, people I work with, it's not top secret information. It's not any hidden information that only we hold. And now, you know, you're meeting with us and we're disclosing it to you. A lot of the information are things that you may already know and things that you know are positive for helping tinnitus, but you may not know exactly how to start implementing it into your everyday life. And I think that that's where our coaching and support really comes in and, you know, having a great mental outlook definitely helps jumpstart that. So, you know, if you're coming to see us and really optimistic about what we can help do, I think that you'll get a lot more out of that than trying to already see, you know, see that maybe this isn't going to resolve because we see that tinnitus does get better. And like David said, Dr. Ben always says, I always say there's hope for things to improve. There's no reason to believe that you're going to be in this same place five minutes from now, five years from now, or 15 years from now. Excellent. Well said. Well said, David, what kind of support do you need moving forward? Is there any particular aspect of what we can provide that you say, you know, I'm really here for this, whether that's sleep, stress reduction, motivation, encouragement, you know, what, what is that factor that really brought you here to continue working with us? You know, um, I'm a big believer in having a strong support team, you know, and I want to give credit to an audiologist who I first started seeing who really was the lifeblood who really kind of kind of stepped up and really filled that gap in for me. Uh, she did a wonderful job. She is my local audiologist in terms of the, the dealing with the physical. I knew that I needed to also uh, put together a support team to help me deal with the emotional and the coaching on an ongoing basis. And that's where you guys kind of fit into it. Uh, you have a a system that I saw in the YouTube videos and in your podcast, I go, oh my God, these guys really understand where I'm at. And not only do they understand where I'm at, but they've put together a program to help individuals like me, whether it be in the beginning, the middle, or through the maintenance phase. So what I'd like to do is, again, continue to you know have that support 
from Dr. Michelle and from you, Ben, going forward, because there will be, this is something that you learn to live with, but you can thrive with it. And I want to stress that importance because I know there's people listening to this today that are upset, hopeless, anxious, and nervous. There is a way through this that you can thrive. You have to trust the process. You have to get a support team together and you have to do the work. It's worth doing the work. And trust me when I tell you that this is an emotional condition that you can get through and thrive. And part of that means going through the maintenance phase and making sure that you've got a team of individuals that understand you, have the programs, and have been able to bring it to the people that need it. And that's really what I'm looking for from you all is I know I'm going to have months where it's great. I know I have months where it's challenging. And I want to be able to you know reach out on a maintenance basis to kind of help me remember some of the things that I've learned along the way. Excellent. And that's being proactive, being proactive. Even if I'm feeling overall good, let's maintain that progress so that things stay the same or get better. We can absolutely yeah. help you with that. Thank you, David. And it's no different, like, and sorry to interrupt, but it's no different as if I had physical therapy, let's say I was a chronic pain patient, right? Because a lot of people compare tinnitus to chronic pain in the psychology world. So if I had chronic pain and yeah, I may be feeling great today, it doesn't mean a month from now that I'm going to have some issues. Well, in order to avoid having those issues, I go to physical therapy. So I look at this as sort of my emotional therapy to be proactive with tinnitus. Does that make sense? hundred percent makes sense. I know Dr. Michelle, I know myself, I know others on our team. We have had an interest in psychology our whole lives. And as audiologists, the reason that we're working in the tinnitus field is to use our passion for psychology, understanding the mind, and then using the sound and the audiology knowledge to really pair that. It's a, it's a perfect match. Uh, Dr. Michelle, David, thank you all for joining us. Dr. Michelle, David, please say some last words and then we'll end today's podcast. I can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart as to what you guys are doing for this community. It really means a lot. Uh, there to have you guys available to people or patients that are going through this journey means the world to me and the way you guys are reaching out is something that I can't even put into words. It's, it's, it's a really supportive, positive thing for us. And thank you guys for that. You're so welcome. I just want to say that, you know, thank you so much, David, for sharing your story. I think it really will um, reach out to so many individuals who are feeling the same way, or maybe are at the beginning of their journey. And I want to say that, you know, what Dr. Ben and I do and our other colleagues, we love what we do. I truly love working with um, everyone that I meet on, you know, every day that I'm seeing patients. I think that also by meeting with so many different individuals, we learn so much more about tinnitus. And I learn as much from every person that I work with as much. And I think that they learn a lot from me. So it's a really a symbiotic relationship. And I think that that's, what's going to be necessary for us to be able to find all the different ways and tools that really do work for so many different individuals. So I want you to know that there's definitely room for improvement. And David is definitely an example, a pillar in the tinnitus community. And we are happy to help you along the process as well. Thank you all so much. For anyone who's listening, if you want to start with something that's easily accessible, of course, we have these videos We also have a free tinnitus guide for 2022. You can download that. And if you want more personalized guidance, you can find us at treblehealth.com. Thank you, everyone. And we'll see you on another podcast episode. Bye-bye. Thank you all. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to this episode. It's my mission to share high quality information about tinnitus and hearing conditions. It would mean the world to me if you could take just 60 seconds to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a quick review explaining what you learned on this podcast. Thank you so much for considering that and I'll make sure to see you on the next episode.